You are listening to Uncomfortable, comfortable conversations around uncomfortable topics. Hello and welcome to the Uncomfortable Podcast. I'm your host, Debbie Roach, and in this episode, I'm going to have a really fun conversation with Stevie. And Stevie tells us all about her recent sexual awakening. 44-year-old Stevie came out of a long, loveless marriage and decided to start dating. So... She did what, you know, most of us would do and she set up a dating profile on the app Bumble. She went out on a few dates with some guys her age, but, you know, they didn't quite work out. So she put the app on pause and kept on living her single life. Little did she know that someone had gotten into her phone and changed the age range of her suitors on the dating app to be much younger. Now, I don't want to give away too much of the story, so I'm going to let Stevie take it from here. But before I do, there is definitely some adult content and language in this episode, so make sure to pop on your headphones. Stevie, thank you so much for coming on Uncomfortable. I am really excited for this topic because I think it's going to be a pretty fun one. So uh, yeah, thanks for joining me. (laughs) Thank you for having me. You're welcome. So tell me um, a little bit about how you came to find yourself having very fun sex with much younger men. Oh, okay. This is a great lead up story. Okay, so having sex with, okay, so I'm 44 and I'm out of a long marriage. Um, and you know, okay. Having these fun encounters with 20 something men was nothing I'd ever considered before. Um, it's not like I had some pre-existing fetish or attraction for younger men or, I mean, sure. I might be like, Oh, you know, eye candy or whatever, but nothing, nothing else other than that. Um, you know, I, I, and after my marriage, I hadn't really been interested in dating. I was happy on my own, but, you know, I just decided as sort of a, I, I called it my sociological experiment. I decided to just check out this whole online dating thing because the last time I had dated, we met each other at parties, you know, so I, I, online dating, I knew nothing. I knew nothing about it. So, you know, so I signed up for Bumble, which is a dating app where, where the woman makes the first move in a hetero match the woman makes the first message so I was like that sounds good so you know I just signed up I created a cute little entertaining profile for myself with some little selfies and you know and and I set my desired age range for potential matches at, at a respectable like 39 to 52 you know around like the middle the middle age like me so at that point like I ended up going on a couple of dates with guys my age that were they were perfectly nice and 
it was fine and you know but it just kind of felt meh I was kind of like this is fun whatever but I was like okay you know what I don't really want to date this it's I was right I was right okay that that's interesting the whole interface whatever that's fine but and then I, I, I honestly just kind of like kindly let them know that I was like you know what guys I'm not really into I just realized I'm happy on my own so thanks wrap that up and then I didn't look at my app again at the Bumble app again for several weeks I just kind of put it aside okay and then one day my this was a few weeks later my kids my two kids they're seven and ten they were getting ready for bed and while they were brushing their teeth I was going through my phone and so I just kind of cleaning up some apps and I came across Bumble which I really hadn't thought about at all I really hadn't and so I kind of like ah, I should maybe just delete this I don't know I just kind of clicked into it just kind of looked to look at it another time and you know and and then I went to my I noticed on the home screen of the app in the top left hand corner it shows you these sort of like pixelated faces of of people who'd swiped right on you but unless you're a paid member you can't see who it was and so it indicated 200 plus it's, it's like it said there's a there's there's a you, you have 200 plus people in your beeline who want to meet you because bumble it's all this whole bee thing yeah you know and, and so it meant like 200 got 200 plus guys had swiped right on me and i was like what what because before like before this it had been like i don't know like 30 in a couple days or whatever whatever so i was like yeah. okay but then this 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 window popped up in the app and saying, you know, um, wow, a lot of people have liked you. Why don't you have a one month free trial? And so Perfect. I went, okay, sure. And so then it was this total magical sparkles from the sky moment when when all of a sudden these these picture after picture after picture of all of these I kid you not the hottest young men in their 20s popped up and I was scrolling through and my jaw was dropping and I was like what it was like cute faces and six packs and like I, I, I was like are you kidding me like is this a joke is this a mistake I, I, I didn't know you know and so I was like what is going on so I flicked through that for a while just enjoying I bet, what I was yeah. seeing. I Might was like, well. what the? I was seriously like, what the fuck? Like, and then, so then after a while, after enjoying these, these, they were 90%, I kid you not, like, just completely physically attractive. Um, so I, so I clicked into my own profile and I, and I was like, what's going on here? And I clicked into my own profile, which shows like your age preferences for your matches and all the other stuff. And I noticed that my age preferences for my matches had, were now no longer 39 to 52. <laughs> it was now 20 to 30. Holy shit. And so I'm going, I didn't do that. And I, and then I went, wait a minute. I have a 10-year-old, very mischievous hacker son who sometimes likes to steal my phone and mess around with it. Oh, no. And so uh, I'll change his name for the, for the sake of the, Brandon. Yeah. D did you like look at my phone? And then he goes, ha, 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 like this. <laughs> and I was like, and then he goes, ha, ha, did you look on Bumble? And then... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so he knew what he was he, doing he let me tell you this kid okay like, like he 
if he's he's gonna become a little criminal if I don't make sure to funnel his abilities into the positive I kid you not so anyway I did all the mom things I took away his xbox you know gave him other punishments but but while whereas in the meantime secretly to myself I'm like thanks Brandon (laughs) um I never let me tell you if he hadn't have been a naughty naughty kid you know and gone in there and changed my preferences I would never have in a trillion years have considered looking at younger men. And And so it's just so funny to think like, thanks to your 10 year old son, you now have this amazing sex life that you didn't expect. (laughs) Exactly. It it was truly a total, like, like, you know, in a, in a story arc, there's like the inciting incident. It's it's like the thing that propels the story forward. That was my inciting incident. That was like the thing. And I would never have thought. And so yeah anyway and and so I was like wow these guys really did swipe right on me these guys why why and and of course on on Bumble um you know the woman in the hetero relation match has to make the first move so Mm -hmm. so I knew that if I if I was gonna make something happen I had to message them and so I went okay I'm just gonna start doing this (laughs) all right so so there were a couple so I I just honestly I just I mean this sounds so shallow and I'm not not usually like this but in this case you have to just go with a physical appearance so I I just started messaging some of the absolute smoking hottest ones (laughs) Um, and and I I said the same thing to all of them like I I just messaged a a few to start just because I wanted to start off I just wanted to see what are they gonna say so I would say hey, whatever their name was, um, so, like, what makes a tender young thing like you swipe right on experienced women like me? I said, I just said that to all of them, and, um, and let me tell you a side note, because these guys were all born in the 90s, okay, 90s boy names are the most hilarious (laughs) thing I've ever heard, like, you would not believe the amount of, okay, there's been, like, six cadence so far, cadence (laughs) with all different spellings, Keegan, Colton, Connor, Braden, like Keelan, Kalen, Olivier, there's tons of them. Um, like you just, just, you just wouldn't believe these names. And then yeah. of course there's like the Joshes and the, but it's like, I can't even keep them straight because their names are so similar. Yeah. Just with, just with spelling differences. Anyway, so that's hilarious. That's a whole <laughs> other, other hilarious thing. But anyway, yeah. so after I messaged them, the responses just started flowing in and the more that the responses flowed in the more messages I sent and so I would get everything from like well first of all you're a total fox but second of all you know I just I just have always had this thing for older women or 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 like you know or they'd say like I like older women for some sexual fun or or like so many of them had like MILF fantasies like mom I'd love to fuck fantasies this this one guy who's become a bit of a regular for me he's just great he was like I've gotten so much more out of grown-ass women than I have out of girls my own age wow Um, you know oh yeah and and he was like 25 Uh, you know and and they and but so many of them they said they love the maturity they love the experience. They love the confidence. Yeah. Um, that really seems to be like an ongoing pattern. Uh, and again, I never would have imagined it. The amount of younger men who are into older women, I would have, I had no idea. Like, yeah. um, especially because I, I was like, when I was still in my marriage, like 
I was at the point in my life where like I didn't know I wasn't interacting with other people in that way um and I just kind of felt like oh I'm a persona non grata now like I'm you know I'm kind of like I'm I'm middle-aged like I'm not sexually attractive anymore like I was there I was at that point I was like yeah. okay I guess that's done in my life now I just kind of you know and, and so to accepted that, it I, I had like I had and and I think to have even had those responses from them just in messages that started feeling really empowering um so there was the messaging but then the in-person meetup started happening <laughs> that was that was very this all happened very in a very small window of time yeah you, <laughs> bet. you know so so the in-person meetup started happening soon after um and I don't know how much detail you want me to go into but but wow I mean I could never have expected like how positive and wonderful and empowering it could all be like, yeah. like they were I mean and I have to say like I mean it's it's been well right now while it, we're in the locked you know a uh, pandemic crisis obviously yeah, COVID-19 crisis you know, yeah. in the COVID-19 crisis you know that's that's changed and we can talk about that later but yeah. but um these in-person meetups when this wasn't happening yet I mean it, it, I can't even tell you they were utterly beyond positive like like these guys were worshipful and respectful and consensual and and I was so, and I have hope for the future because these 20 something guys, they all came prepared. They always had wow. condoms in their pocket. And let me tell you, because I think because they're, because they're 20 somethings, they know they can go like more than once. They know that they can, you know, have a second or so third go around. They, they have brought a four. They, they brought like four every time. And then, and then I, and then I had my own supply in my drawer, but I know this is the kind of podcast, but I soon realized too that um, regular sized condoms didn't really cut it with most of these guys. Wow. I had to buy the Magnums. So I had so, <laughs> like a different selection, yeah, like a variety I had, pack. I had to have, I had to have the Magnums. I had, I was like, wow. <laughs> so that's amazing. Um, but, but yeah, the, they, they were, I just, I, I think for me, um, part of it was, was that, you know, and I know we'll, we'll get to this too, but part of it was that I don't know I had never been looked at in the way that they were looking at me like you know it's it's like they would and I guess just because of their age like they they're just happy just they just come right out with their compliments you know they would just look at me and they'd be like fuck you're hot like you know and and they would just they would they called me a goddess and they you know and they would like say all the things about me that they liked and like I can't even tell you I'd never had that I really had not had much of that yeah, like not life. even in a relationship. No, like no, in no, your marriage, no. right? No, I mean, maybe in the very early courtship days of my mm-hmm. long, long marriage that that had become passionless at the end. Like, so that was yeah. the other thing. I think I was just really, really fucking horny. But 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 just all the things, I guess that that I thought were undesirable, like, oh my God, like my, my mum tummy and my, and my, you, you know, my, like I'm, I'm a, I'm a plus size woman, like I'm a curvaceous woman. And they all knew that going into it, they see my pictures and they were like, I love that. Like, like honestly, they were like, I love that. Are you kidding me? They, they were like, that's my preference. And, um, and, and just, you know, my stretch marks and my sags and my, my wrinkles, they didn't like me in spite of that they liked me because of it and and that was for me that was like not only such a incredible thing 
yeah, I mean, just the whole, it was just a whole sexual awakening. Like, I, I was making other cultural references, like how Stevie got her groove back, Stevie Valentine, um, just, just so positive. Yeah, that's amazing. So I want, I just want to know, because obviously I'm like, I want to know what's going through your head at this point. You, you decided to message them. You got the responses of why they were interested in you. What was the point that you were like, you know what, I'm going to take this to the next step and I'm going to meet up with them. Like, was there a yeah. turning point? Oh man. Okay. So I, I mean, yeah, it, it was a little bit of like texting back and forth. And then there was this one guy who I like his photos. I couldn't even resist him in his photos. Like, like there was this one picture where um where he was like standing in the water and it was swirling around some water and he was like he had like this he's an underwear he's a part-time underwear model for sure like he he is one he's an electrician by day part-time underwear model by night and he had like a sculpted six-pack thing and i was like if i could actually experience that in real life like i've never i've never like i yeah. i've never i was like okay if he was really into this, I'm going to make this happen. And, and he was the one who said, like, I'm into older women for some sexual fun. And so I went, yeah, I mean, I, and I, so I just said, yeah, that sounds great to me. And he's like, great, want to fuck? And I was like, and, and I, was like, I was like, you know what, honestly, it's on my own terms. Yes, I will do that. <laughs> and so it didn't take much time <clears throat> for us to, you know, make a plan. Um, I, uh, you know, I could just, I don't know, I, I probably didn't do the ultimate of safety. Like I did invite him to my house. Yeah. The good thing, the good thing is that I have um, a very tight knit community. I have, I have neighbors on either side of me. I have a neighbor right across the street. And so I always made sure they were going to be home. And that, so I could just text them if anything yeah. was ever getting scary. So I had that built in so anyway kind of let them know that was happening the guy came over and this was this was probably a week after all this started the messages started the in-person meetup started yeah so, and fast. so I had it it was fast it was just a week may, maybe not even maybe a week maybe not even a full week um and uh and, and so yeah then it was like seriously a different guy every night for <laughs> like I kid you not it was sometimes two um, it was a different guy every night. I, I don't think I had a break. I did not. I did not have a night off. I think for twenty nine days. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> but I remember, That's awesome. this was this had been years since I had any kind of physical. Oh yeah, you're physical. Make, you know. Yeah, you're making up for lost time. Clearly, yeah. like. <laughs> which is great that this Very opportunity much. has come up and <laughs> I, hope you, I hope you don't mind me asking but like prior to this mm -hmm. how many you know men had you had roughly it doesn't obviously have to be perfect numbers had you had intercourse with prior to that and did you ever imagine that you know you'd be where you are now where you oh have my God. quite a few notches on the bed oh my god yeah well no, that's a great question because you know you know like I mentioned yeah I mean I was with the same guy for 19 years and and like I said I'm 44 now and um so that took up a chunk of my sort of sexual yeah. or adult life too but um but I mean you know I, also, I was a late bloomer sexually. Mm. Like I, like I grew up in a very traditional household, um, very traditional Christian household. So there was a lot of body shame, a lot of hangups. Um, and so, you know, I didn't even start, I, I didn't even start being intimate with people till after high school. Um, and so I think, you know, before I was, and I got together with my long-term partner, 
when I was 23. Um, and so, I mean, really, I'd only had just a handful. Right. I, I'd only had maybe, maybe four or five right. partners. You know, I had a couple of sort of short-term boyfriends. I'd never had a long-term relationship before that. A couple of just, you know, one-time encounters. But, and none of the, let me tell you, none of those were anything to write home about. It was not the, uh, it was not the kittens and rainbows and sunbeams flying from the sky like they are now. They were just, they were just, so, you know, so, yeah, not many. Okay. And like, are you allowed to say roughly where you're, where you're at now in terms of how many experiences you've had? <laughs> okay. Well, well, I've had a few repeats. Um, okay. I've had a few, okay. I, I've had, I've had my sort of like, I've, I found a nice rotation of some of the, some of the guys, but um, I'd say I'm probably at 50. Okay. Wow. 50, probably 50 or, I, I will be honest, I probably started losing count. Um, I'd say, I'd say upwards of 60. Okay. <laughs> yeah. With, with, with repeats in there. With, yeah. With, with some repeats. <laughs> yeah, That's fair. Repeats. That's fair. You've yeah. probably got some favorites. I, I, I do. I do. And, and, and ones that I realize, oh, they didn't just see this as a one night stand. They didn't just see this as a hookup because yeah. um, that was the same thing too. Like, I, I think I, I had to sort of set some emotional and, and of course, physical, uh, you know, boundaries yeah. around this where, where I just sort of went with it going, okay, I'm, I'm going to be emotionally okay with knowing that this is hookup culture, yeah. knowing that, and, you know, and I'm okay with that. And I think as long as we're both transparent about it, which you can be on the online dating platform, you just say, looking for something casual yeah. you just say I'm looking for this like I'm not looking for a relationship and they knew that I knew that um and so knowing that I'll, I'll probably never I'll, I'll never see them again probably you, yeah. you know and that's okay and and um and I think me in the past wouldn't have been okay with that because I got very emotionally attached to people and so that's been a big amazing shift for me just I enjoyed the time with them if I ever do see them again total bonus but if I don't, I just enjoyed the lovely time I had. Yeah. Um, and so then I think I'm just, I, I don't pursue them after. I think I'm just delightfully surprised if they message me again, especially the ones who were a really good time. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. <laughs> that's fair. Did yes. you find that you could actually, you know, pretty quickly let go of that emotional attachment? Or did it take like a few times to get there? Or just given the age range, was it pretty easy to be like, yeah, yeah that was great, but I'm, I'm good? Yeah, yeah, no, um, I mean, yeah, great question too, because I think, and honestly, I was surprised at how quickly I was able to just go with it. Like, like just, just right away, I, and I knew going into it, okay, I'm not going to have any expectations for this in terms of, I don't want a relationship and, and I don't want to necessarily have to see them again if, you know, whatever. But um, I think too, yeah, just the age that they are, just the fact that they're, I could be their mothers, like I could be their mother. I mean, um, yeah. just, just makes them relationship proof. So, yeah. you know, it just makes it, it's just kind of like, well, that was great. That was so much fun. Okay, bye. Yeah. And then it's just and then it's just kind of this mutual understanding that that's how it is. Yeah. That's, that's how it is. And then even if it is an ongoing thing, like I have with a few of them now, it's it's absolutely a friends with benefits or or just like an ongoing casual thing. Like we both know that <laughs> this is not 
we both know that no we're not looking for a relationship here yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. That's, so, that's, which that's is great, great to me yeah it's exactly <laughs> yes. what you need right now it's exactly what I need right now <laughs> so I know um, you had said earlier you don't know you know how much detail you want me to go into but I'm quite curious as to like if you don't mind sharing oh the I don't of, the types of things that these young gents are looking for the kinks they have why mm. do they have this fascination with sleeping with older women and what experiences have you found yourself having that you didn't even realize that you would a have or be even really enjoy oh yes okay so um well Oh, so many things. Okay. Well, first of all, um, sexually, I just am naturally dominant. Like, I wouldn't say I'm like the whipping, I'm like the, you know, riding crop whipping dom with the with, with dominatrix with like the stiletto heels. Although I do have a flogger and a riding crop. But anyway, I do have things. I do have things. Oh, but yeah. I'm not saying I'm full on. But, um, but, but, I, but they love that. They love that I'm dominant. And so a lot of them want me to dominate them. They because they said that they said well no twenty something women is woman is ever dominant they they said that they're that they're always in the dominant position like the the guys are always in the dominant yeah. position and so and so they just love that they love the experience I bring to it because I was always always dominant in in my relationship and my marriage too so I have I do have a lot of experience dominating and I always have just been like that so they love that yeah they absolutely they want me to just do whatever I want to them um a lot of them also have like the like the older women fetish it's kind of like a fetish they have so um they, they love role plays so, so a lot of them have asked for role plays so like a mother-son role play I know interesting yeah some of them do have those kind of fantasies. Um, this one situation, this was so hilarious. Um, there was this American quarterback. He was a, I've had a few varsity athletes. They're, they're fun. It's American quarterback. He was, uh, I've had a, had a few jocks, a few jocks in the, in the uh, rotation, but um, yeah, this guy, he was this American quarterback. He was 300 pounds, like just made of muscle, like just yeah. this huge guy. Um, and so, you know, I, I went over to his, to his shared house with a bunch of other football, American football players, because they were, they were here going to UBC, they're here going to um, a university. And um, anyway, and so it was the full on sock on the doorknob situation <laughs> in this shared house. And so I'm in his room with him. And he asks me, it, you know, could we do like naughty babysitter teaching the young boy sexual things? And so all of a sudden, this huge, tough football player guy became this little puppy dog, just sort of like he had the act, he could act like wow. this little 11 year old kid. And, and so he wanted me to be this, this babysitter who was teaching him these sexual things. And, you know, and, and I just, and I never had that before. And, and so I realized like, I think I'm getting these things that they don't do with younger women. Yeah, okay. You know, I, yeah. I and, you know, and 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 he, I, like, I think I'm getting a different sexual experience from them than I would have gotten if I was in my twenties with them. Yeah. yeah, you know, because I, I think they know that they can that they can bring out these other things with me. Yeah, um, there's like no judgment and no, oh, yeah. you know, no shame and nope. nothing around that, right? It's just like, okay, yeah, we're fun as long as you both feel safe yes. doing it and there's consent. 
then that's the thing and and, yeah. and like i said you know that's something i've been so impressed with them with these guys is that i haven't had a bad experience yet touch wow. wood but but you know but you know they are all about consent like do you like they always say do you feel comfortable doing that i only want you to do this if you like it and and and, and you know and i'm and i'm pretty confident and you know i always just come across and i said yep yeah, as soon as i don't like something i will let you know and they yeah. went please do and so again hope for the future <laughs> I know it's, it's amazing these yeah. kids are like yes. you know so consensual and I kind of wish you know there'd been guys like that when I was in my 20s uh, I know <laughs> like like I, I mean to ha- the fact that I have not had to ask one guy to put a condom on they just automatically do it it's wow and and so I don't know if I've just gotten lucky in that sense I'm, I'm not saying that's not still going on yeah, I'm sure it certainly is, but but I, I just speak from my own experience. Yeah, um, my own experience. They've all just come prepared. Wow, yeah. wow. Yeah. yeah. So that does like raise my next question, which it sounds like obviously you've kind of got most of the groundwork covered. But as fun as this is, you have to think about safety for yourself yes. and for the other person too, yeah. right? So you know, other than making sure you've got condoms on you and which they seem to have sorted that part out too. Like what else are you doing just to make sure that you are going into like a safe situation? Yes. And, and I mean, I'm, and I mean, that's been a big consideration, especially because I've got kids I have to stay safe for. Uh, I, you know, there's a huge consideration. Um, so like I mentioned, I, I mean, most of these things, you know, it's a, it's we're going into this for a you know sexual fun kind of thing so so you know we don't usually do like the pre-coffee date <laughs> although <laughs> although <laughs> I have had a bit of that but but um but but sometimes I will meet them like if if online if I'm not quite sure about them like, like if I'm not I don't know if I'm totally attracted to them or I don't I don't know there have been a couple little like you like I've gotten pretty good um, chatting with them in messages in terms of red flags, mm. like, like red flags might, might pop up. Like if, you, you know, just some things they say, or like if they just want to just, just, you know, come over to my house that night right away. Like, like for me, that's a little bit of a flag. And, and so I usually yeah. just kind of, I've found ways to weed them out. But if I do have a couple little things I'm not sure about, I'll say, Hey, I've got a pub right up the street from my house. Um, why don't we just meet there first and then, and then we're close to my house if yeah. you know, something happens. And so I had that a couple times where I was glad I did that mm. because because they kind of were a little, like, that's the thing. They're not, I, I, don't, I don't really find that guys this age range are creepy. I haven't really had a creepy thing, but there's just, even if there's just no attraction or if there was mm. just no, nothing, I was like, you know what, I'm not really feeling it, but thanks, that was fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. But but otherwise, I don't know. I I think if I feel a good connection in the messages, I'll just kind of always have this line where I'm like, okay, promise me you're not an axe murderer, and then they'll say the same thing. Yeah. Um. And and then I do tell them, like I do tell them, listen, I've got a really tight knit community. I've got people all around me that I can call upon. If if things are getting weird, they're like, I get it. No, I get it. You have to protect yourself. And so, it's probably not the ideal thing but in this sort of hookup situation that's what I've done yeah yeah so it's good that you have like people around you I, I mean are, are your neighbors aware of like what's going on or is it just that you know they're close enough that if something was to go they, wrong you'd be able they, to reach out 
are aware. They, they, oh. they are aware. Like, like basically I have really good friends on either side of me and a really good friend across the street and I feel comfortable, comfortable telling them like, and they know that they're, that they're my, you know, people to call or text if, if anything happens. So, um, you know, so I always tell them, okay, I've got someone coming over. I always let them know. Yeah. Okay, I've got someone coming over. And so then I, what I do is I just sort of bring up one of their names on my phone and I'm ready to just type X for them. Yeah. If something starts and I have my phone right there. So I always do tell them uh, if, when someone's coming over. Okay. Are they so like super jealous because you're telling them all the time that someone's <laughs> coming over? <laughs> I know. It's so funny. I mean, it's, it's so, well, I, I mean, they razz me. They definitely razz me. They're like, what again? Are you kidding me? But, um, but, but I guess it's because they're, they're such good long-term friends that, and, and they're all in, in marriages and all yeah. that kind of thing. So yeah, I, I mean, they're kind of like, whoa, you are busy. I mean, there's definitely a fair amount of razzing of me, but, um, but at the same time, imagine. I think, but yeah, but at the same time, you know, they also told me like, we're honored to be able to be your safe people and like we're there for you and everything so that's 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 awesome that you have that now we you know we alluded to this right now at the time of this recording we are all stuck inside in isolation yes yes so I'm assuming that's put a bit of a kink again pardon the pun in your plans Um, yes (laughs) so like what have you been doing to kind of keep yourself active Oh yes, well, well, of course it's all just gone virtual. So <laughs> like everything else, <laughs> like, like everything else. <laughs> so yeah, so, so so there's been a whole lot of um. Well, well, what I've done just to kind of manage it, I've I've actually snoozed my profile on Bumble so that I'm not meeting any new meeting any new people. I've just decided to keep the ones that were sort of in my heavy rotation <laughs> and so just to keep it manageable you know so that's about 10 about 10 okay. of them sometimes a couple other ones but anyway and so <laughs> and so we're just facetiming we're just sending sending pic- like saucy pictures throughout the day or a few times a week videos back and forth so so basically you know sexting that kind of thing and and I don't know in a way I kind of feel like it's fun like it's kind of fun and yummy and and it leads to this delicious anticipation in this world where it's usually all about instant gratification yeah and you know and I feel like usually in this kind of online dating culture especially the the casual stuff that I'm doing it's usually methods message message okay let's get together tomorrow night done yeah whereas now it's it's kind of like okay like like we're all in this together let's let's have some fun to ride this out together until we can ride each other in person again (laughs) (laughs) and so in some ways I I think it's almost it's kind of delicious and and fun I, I I'm quite enjoying the I'm kind of enjoying it, even though I can't see them in person, but yeah, it's like the teasing. And then yes. oh God, when we are out of this, like, whole, like all hell will break oh. loose. Wow. I can't <laughs> even, I mean, the, the, that's the thing. I mean, of course, in, we're all wondering how this will, this will all happen, but I'm just like, wow, is this going to be orgies in the streets? Like, is this, you know, I mean, <laughs> is this over? I'm going to have them lined up outside my door and I'll be doing this, you know, <laughs> how are we what are we gonna do when all this is over but 
<laughs> you're gonna have a great time. <laughs> you're gonna have a great time. I can't wait, honestly. <laughs> I know. I know. So my my other question is, um, you have two children, right? So like yes. how do you navigate that? I guess you're waiting until they're out and yeah. How yeah. much do they know or obviously don't know? Yeah, that that has been tricky. That has yeah. definitely been tricky, especially because they are with me 85% of the time and they only go to their father's house. Um, they live with him every other weekend and then a couple weeknights. And so that has been challenging because sometimes, you know, I'll be messaging with someone and then I'll go, okay, I'm sorry, but I'm not, I don't, I'm not kid free until next weekend, oh, which, which in terms of the online dating world, that's might as well be three years down the road, <laughs> you know? And so, <laughs> so because the t- timeline is sped up and on yeah. the, the online dating world. Um, so that's, so basically when the kids, I mean, when, when life is normal, basically when the kids aren't here, I just, pack them in uh, you know I have one weekend where I just line it up <laughs> yeah is it like you know time slots of like a couple of hours or just I, like one I do. a night yeah well, well well usually it'll be like one for the afternoon then one for the night and then you and there's always one for the late night because Whoa. because that's the thing you know that's the thing some of them they're like 3 a.m sure I'll come over or, or, or like, can I come over? And then the other thing too, though, when I pack them in on the weekends when the kids aren't here, is notice that twenty-something um, guys they they're they're cancelers. They they they'll, they'll they're, they're flaky. They'll cancel yeah. out, and so I always have a backup. So it's usually it's <laughs> so not that they know that, but but okay, you flaked out. Something better came up for you. Okay. Yeah. call text the next one yeah. um but but honestly so so it's just this little you know cycle this little cycle yes <laughs> that's amazing yeah. so like i think we i was going to ask but i feel like from this whole conversation anyone listening can figure out the answer to this like but what ways has this experience changed your life mhm so I keep saying to my, to my friends when I talk about it that for me, it's a feminist experience. It's for me, because I'm going into it um, for my own needs, for my own fulfillment on my own terms entirely, um, it's been super healing. It's, it's been a super sexually healing and emotionally healing experience for me so far. I think just because, just like what I mentioned before, you know, I, I grew up, I grew up in a world, I, I felt very body shamed and I felt a lot of shame around sex. I never really enjoyed it yeah. before. I really didn't. I had a lot of shame around it. Um, and, and I think just to allow myself to just go for it and and just to be and to be treated so well and and so worshipfully in the process um it's just been a very very healing thing uh, you know and and i think for me yeah I'm, i mean i have a lot of I, I do have good confidence i do have good healthy self-esteem and i mm-hmm. and i don't really need that external validation but to get it when i never really had before it has been a lovely like icing on the cake like well although I keep saying too I already have a lovely cake my life is great I do have nice icing on the cake anyway but all these guys are the like, the rosettes you know they're, they're, they're those they're the rosettes they're the rosettes on top you don't need you don't yeah. necessarily need them 
but boy, they're nice when they're there. Boy, <laughs> they're nice to have on that cake, you know? And, and so, and so it's just been empowering in that sense because I can, I can go for it in the, when I'm in the mood and I can back off a little bit if I'm not feeling it then. It's just, it's super empowering, super healing and just fun. Just, awesome. just to have some of that fun that lighthearted fun in my life again after so many years of not having it is just it, it's it's all been a game changer for me it, it yeah really has do you know I think we really underestimate the importance of having fun and I know that that's something I've been struggling with personally probably for the past mm-hmm. year or so that I'm you know and I've told you this before I'm a bit of a workaholic and I tend to drown everything out and just work to try and stay away from the things that cause me anxiety. But lately I've realized I need to have more fun. And I think it's really amazing that you've found this way to do this. And it's like, you know, whether, you know, it's sex for one person or dance for the other, just like go out there and do it. Because even if your life is, is great, just to have that little cherry on top just really gives you a boost, right? Very so, much, such a boost, such a yeah. boost, and and I've and I've found that it ripples over into other parts of my life. Like I like I've found that I mean I'm just kittens and rainbows all the time. I mean I, I mean I mean right now with the COVID stuff going on, of course I feel a great sense of gravity and concern. Yeah. Absolutely, of course. Um, but just other than other than that, before all this, I would just walk around just everything's great. (laughs) Everything's wonderful. And I found I was a more confident, I was more confident at work. I was more confident in my other personal relationships. I was more confident with parenting. Um, It just, it's just had this amazing ripple effect where it's sort of just empowered my whole life. Yeah. So what advice would you give to women who are in a similar situation? They've come out of a long-term relationship and maybe feel, you know, they they don't have any confidence anymore. They want to explore their sexuality, but they're not entirely sure how to go about that. Like, what would you tell them? Mm -hmm. Well, I I would say, feel free to follow in my footsteps. say you know yes yes um you know I I I mean I would say of course it's different for every person but um I think just knowing that if it's right for the individual woman and whatever their preferences are I think you know if you want to have these fun empowering experiences and can approach it from that same sense and sense and, and also sensibility that that I did in terms of you're doing it for yourself. You're doing it on your own terms. Um, just know that there are a lot of very hot to trot young men out there who will be totally into you. <laughs> and if that's your thing, you should go for it. Like, like I, I would say just, I mean, I've told a couple of my single friends who are my same age. I just, you know, I, I, you know, I show them, I show them these guys on Bumble that are liking me all the time. And they're going, what are you wow okay I mean you go girl and um and I said you could you could do it too you know you could do it too and and of course everyone has their own reservations I I fully respect that it's not for everybody but I would just say it's fun go for it if you want to (laughs) 
it's, what I would say is it's there for you if you want it. Yeah, it's yeah. up to you to take it. And yeah, you yeah. can always just try and then if it's not just your try. thing. Just try. And that's what I said too. I mean, you don't have to move past the messaging, even yeah. move past the messaging. It's even a boost just messaging them and having them give you all these complimentary you know, comments about your photos. I mean, even if you just want to do that, yeah. you, you know, just, I, I mean, even do that, you don't, you don't, you don't have to meet them in person, even just, just give it a try. See what you think. It's such a boost. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, Stevie. This has been probably, you know, one of the funnest conversations as I mentioned. <laughs> Everyone's just talking about COVID-19 right now. So it was just such a joy to talk about <laughs> something else, especially such a fun topic. So yeah, thank you for being so open too, to share that. Oh, well, thank you, Debbie, so much for having me on. It was super fun to talk about this. So thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this uh, very sexy episode. I really appreciate it. Now, if you enjoyed our conversation or you have any comments that you'd like to share, then you can head over to the episode page on our website, which is uncomfortable.blog, and you can post them in the comments box. You can also follow us on social media. We're at uncomfortable.blog on Facebook and Instagram and uncomfy underscore podcast on Twitter. If you like what you heard, then head over to Apple Podcasts and make sure to give us a review. You can hit all five of those stars and we would really appreciate it. You can also support us on a monthly basis by becoming a patron and pledging as little as two to five dollars per month. Your monthly pledges will help keep this little podcast on its pod feet by covering costs such as website and podcast hosting, editing software and equipment upgrades. Thank you so much for listening. Now go out there and get uncomfortable. <laughs>